0: what i'd like to talk about today is not part of established sales practice so this is not sound sales doctrine if i can put it that way but rather this is just my own ideas on a couple of stuff and um, this is a matter that uh, pertains to photographers and videographers in particular not because i think it is a sin or something that um, i think photographers and videographers do But because that is my core uh, constituency, I mean, in the event space and in the wedding space, I mean, those are the folks I hang out with the most. After that, maybe wedding planners, uh, but I don't think wedding planners are in the situation to um, commit this uh, kind of sin that I have in mind. And yes, for me, I do regard it as a sin. But as the episode goes on, I'm sure you guys will listen to it and you think um, no big deal. But like I said, this is not established sales practice. And so this is not something that is um, unanimously uh, This is not something that is unanimously advocated amongst the sales community. So um, feel free to disagree. This one is just my own particular um, opinion. And what I would like to talk about today is this whole thing of um, redesigning um, value when dealing with our potential customers. Uh, With our brides and grooms. Now, I've said a lot in the past um, about value in previous podcasts about how value is determined by your clients and not by you. So, that part actually is part of established sales practice. So, if you're running around thinking that I'm doing A, B, C, D, and one, two, three, four for my clients, therefore, I am very valuable then that is not the case if the customer doesn't agree that ABCD and 1, 2, 3, 4 are indeed valuable. So in other words, if you're running around as a photographer saying that I do ABC for the clients, but the clients think that XYZ is what is valuable, then you haven't actually delivered a value in the transaction. And so we should always be engaged with our clients. We should always be having conversations with them. We should always try and suss out what it is that they like, what it is that they found valuable, what it is that they would like to do again, what we should repeat, what we should stop doing, um, things like that. So, uh, for some of you, you might accept that you take this intel and then you change your overall value offering. You know, you change your photography style or your deliverables. Uh, some people say no, that no, don't do that, but bottom line you get the intel and use the feedback so if you have it and you're only going to adapt it to this specific kind of client in other words now you know exactly what it is that mrs Ogedengbe finds valuable so next time Ms Ogedengbe calls up and you go to the house for the portrait shoot you know what works for her so do what works for her but then you keep on doing uh, your own thing for the rest of the clients well um where was i Okay, yeah, so I'm, I'm thinking that uh, in the audiovisual community, photographers and videographers, that we need to redefine uh, what it is that we find as valuable. So moving from the old premise that it's not about you, but it's about them, and so you take your cue from them, I'd like to uh, take it a step further to talk about this whole nickel and diming that we do in the photography community. Um, Now, the reason why this is something close to my heart is because I have had to accept uh, quite recently, maybe within the last four or five years, that um, I might be interested in different genres of photography, more that my specialty is in doing documentary candid stuff. And so I've tried to build a team um, around me of people who handle um, other things, you know, the babies, uh, what else, babies, portrait shoots, um, what else, you know. Uh, stuff like that advanced um, architecture shoots uh, things like that I've tried to build a team around me that can handle those sorts of things oh and then of course video so now that my brother is no longer in the country and we haven't done uh, any projects together uh, basically Shagun is now like my go-to video guy and then there are other people that we uh, that I work with so now that I've had to uh, start farming out um, some of uh, my inquiries. It's become really obvious that we have different ideas about uh, what's the best way to go about um, delivering value to the customer, satisfying the customer, uh, fulfilling the order, and then things like that. So yeah, there have been issues of trying to um, bring about some level of um, uniformity in the whole process. So yes, it's my client, um, and I would like to um, have a say you know, pretty much 100% about how we're going to execute from A to B. uh, Sorry, rather from A to Z. But then to a certain extent, also respecting the artistic, uh, what will I say? Artistic integrity of the other photographer who um, I've brought in to fulfill uh, this customer um, vision. Anyway, so in the process of doing um, all this, there's something that I've noticed from my long-term customers because I deal with them in a certain way where I try to maximize the value of every single shoot. So I come into a shoot thinking, let's say if it's going to be a home thing, I come into it thinking, how much can we achieve? So I'm trying to charge the maximum amount and I'm trying to maximize the full less time that I have with them. So the goal might be, let's go in and let's shoot de Kunle's uh, seven-year-old birthday portraits, I want it done in the house so it's a birthday right? so i am thinking why not charge the maximum amount come in and then say okay momsy while we're here doing Adekunle's portrait it'll be a good idea to get one of you and Hobby as well with Ade Kunle. are the siblings back from boarding school let's let them um have a shoot with Kunle as well what of grandma okay grandma and grandpa in the house let's throw that in so basically I'm charging you guys this amount, but I'm going to be there from, you know, 11 a.m. And let's just see how it goes. You know, if we wrap up our four, no wildlife, we wrap up our five, no problem. But this is what I'm charging you. The primary thing that we're trying to get out of it is Kunle's um, seventh um, uh, birthday photos. But I'm hoping to be able to provide you guys with some other useful images of grandma, grandpa, um, kule siblings and uh, stuff like that. So that's how, that's been my own approach basically to try and maximize the value of the session. We're trying to get the most we can out of the session and I try to charge accordingly. Now um, I find that there are photographers that I refer some of my clients to who go the opposite direction and videographers. So these photographers and videographers are trying to figure out what is the absolute least that I can do in this session so that I can maximize my profits. So they will be going in with the mindset of, okay, I'm charging this amount. It often is a lower amount because they're trying to be uh, price sensitive or price competitive, and they're trying to limit it to exactly photos with Kunle only, and then they want to narrow it down to exactly how many clothes we're going to have with Kunle and how many um, uh, photos so i'm going there and i'm only going to be there from 11 a.m to 2:30 p.m sharp anything outside of that uh you know you guys are just being an inconvenience and you know weighing me down or i have to try to charge extra or blah 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 so i refer to other people and um I mean, of course, this is not the way that the photographers or videographers will put it, but that is the way that the clients perceive it, that they are being nickel and dimed. And that does not lead to a very pleasant experience, even if you do a stellar job, because you could do an absolutely as in correct job, but because they feel nickel and dimed, they just won't be happy with the photos um, there's a way that it affects the whole experience and I really think that we photographers and videographers need to stop trying to nickel and dime we need to try and see how we can bring the fullest value to the session and then try and charge accordingly so instead of saying um, I'll do this thing for 30K, but we are only going to do four photos full stop, nothing more than that. Why not just try and see how you can make the sale for um, 80K, for instance, or 100K or whatever, and then see how much value that you can um, maximize from the session. Now, some of you who are cake people or decor people might say, uh-uh, if you do it this way, you're going to give away the whole shop. So yes, I know that it might not apply to you guys, but for photographers and videographers, we are service based professionals. So there's a limit to I mean, we don't have a shop in quote that we can give away. Now, let's take it this way. This is something I pointed out to one of the photographers that I uh, hang out with who was nervous uh, about me talking about stuff like this, uh, thinking that if you do it this way, you and the bride are going to be there shooting forever. And so I pointed out to this guy that, look, let's be frank these brides and grooms are not professional models, okay? So, they might say, yes, we want to change our clothes 10 times, but let's face it, they will get there on the day and the average bride and groom are going to get tired after you have done three changes, four changes. It is rare that I have met people that had the stamina to go five six changes i have only had one couple do six changes since i started doing wedding photography and even at that the guy was tired the groom was tired but uh the bride was all gung-ho about it and she still uh, wanted to continue so let's face it you can agree to that You can talk to them, and they plan the whole world and everything, and whatnot. But the average couple is going to get tired after about three or four. If you've had my own experience, then maybe you might end up doing um, six looks. But the spirit behind the shoot is one of openness and possibilities, and let's see what we can explore. Like you guys have already paid for my time, we might as well just maximize the value rather than uh, the spirit being you guys have paid. I'm only going to be here for 30 minutes. This is only what it is that I'm going to deliver, and I'm only going to deliver small resolution copies. You're not going to get the full res copies and, you know, blah, 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 blah. So let's try and redefine what value is, and let's stop nickel and diming because I really think it's um, I really think it's giving a uh, – how do I put it? It's not presenting us in the best light, and I, I really think it's something that is hindering our um, – our marketability um, in the industry, because we already have a, a reputation for nickel and diming, and so when people call up, that's pretty much going to be their whole attitude anyway. Because they know that wedding photographers and videographers nickel and dime, they're going to call with the nickel and dime mindset and then we're going to start having all those conversations of, you know, where everything is turning on whether you have agreed to three shoots, uh, sorry, three changes versus four changes and you will now start having uh, arguments over what is the definition of full res versus low res, you know, they say they want full resolution copies at whatever megapixels because they know that their friend went through um, a bad experience with another photographer, and then that becomes an issue. But you know, for me, there are just things that I do not make an issue at all. You know, So we're going to maximize the session. Um, you're going to get all the usable um, images at the end of the day. And uh, for the online link, it's going to be small res, but beyond that, you're going to get a flash drive of the full res, so that whatever it is you want to do, you want to make frames, you don't have to get the frames from me. I mean if you want to get the frames from me this is how much it's going to cost if you want to try it out at the market that's not a problem here are the photos you can try utc you can get them done for cheap uh or you can try these other vendors or that other vendor and i just try to maximize the value in the situation and the funny thing is since i have adopted that approach i haven't been i haven't been in the situation where Let's just say most of my clients, I mean, like, they know that there's an option that they can go to UTC and get it done, but they'd rather just pay me to do it anyway. So, okay, well, I guess I've been talking for too long. We've gone past the 10-minute mark. But so photographers, videographers, please, let's try and redefine value. Nicking and diming is not uh, going to be profitable for us um, over the long term. So it's not going to be easy, but in the beginning, just... Uh, do your best to pretend that you want to give a lot to your customers. Don't make it obvious that you're trying to extract value or to try to um, limit value. And I guess the easiest way that I can use to show this um, are some wedding planners whose work I've been following, just because I'm I'm interested in their uh, business practice. Not like I know about their business practice per se, but from the outside, I'm just interested about how they conduct their business. So one of them is... um, uh, queen with um queen gosh i can't remember is it queen kumara i can't remember her business name anyway but her name is queen i uh, was supposed to have done one project together well that was a long time ago maybe four or five years ago um it didn't end up working but you know i got to be exposed to uh, her whole process you know her talking to clients and then stuff like that and i got the sense that she was trying to uh play up the other uh trying to play up the uh the grandeur of what it is um that she does um you know it wasn't about stuff that she could chip away, but it was about the extras that she could do so that everything can blow and everything can be wow and everything can be trendy and then everything can be. Uh, relevant and you know, take off on social media and then um, stuff like that. So, for her, it seemed the conversation seemed to be about you know, what was the extra that we can do, it wasn't about what it is that we can hack off. And then it's also something um, similar to uh, Akin. I think uh, I can't remember his own business name, I think it's Alvina Events. We've only done two things with him, but that was not uh, photography related, that was with the photo booth because my video guy, Shegun, he has a photo booth. Um the photo booth that's the machine that you set up, and then people go and take pictures with props and stuff like that so we've done two of those um with uh akin um alvina so uh yeah, he's known for putting together weddings with over the top sophistication, and pretty much his approach seems to be the same, like what extra can we do? What else are we going to bring to the table to make this thing more grand? to make this thing more lush, to make this thing more sophisticated, and they charge accordingly. So, um, like I said, feel free to disagree. This is not established sales practice, but I think we're going to be better off longer, thinking how much value can we provide according to how the client sees it, and then how can we charge accordingly? Rather than coming in with a low ball number because you want to be competitive, uh, you know, because we assume that they're talking to three or four other photographers, so we want our price to be low. And then, because the price is low, we come in from the beginning, and the whole conversation starts turning around. What can we hack off? Right from the beginning, you're talking about how no, I'm only going to be there from 11 to two. I'm not going to be there 2:05. If I'm there 2:05, 2:10, you guys have to pay extra, and you have to start talking about this whole thing of um, watermark or no watermark full res or low res or mid res and all these other things and then you just get lost in all these protracted um, conversations and negotiations. Anyway, like I said, that's just me. So feel free to disagree. Um, But yeah, let's try and redefine value. So thank you very much for listening to the Sales for the Nigerian Wedding Industry Podcast. I'm your host, Abuja-based sales consultant and media event professional, Tavishima Ayede. Thanks for your time and attention. We're still new in the year so i believe i can still say i hope you guys are having a cracking new year so far and that uh, i hope this um this run turns out to be a really profitable and beautiful one for us all so uh, you all enjoy the rest of the day and i'll catch you at the next recording